<laughs> well, look at you, little Billy, with your two feet and your holiday spirit. I have deigned to gift you one more gift on this momentous occasion. Back in 1980-something, someone created modules for Dungeons and Dragons. Then Tony digged them out of that person's grave, and is now putting them on Patreon.com slash Legion of Renob. This is Tony Stash 2! <laughs> Shut up, Clark. This is my show. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Tony Stash. Part two. I would like to open this episode by dating this stream. Uh, we're going to hold a eulogy for the late uh, Luigi Mario. <laughs> uh, rest in peace. He got killed by death. So he <laughs> death lived, did kill him. Lived and uh, died the way he lived. <laughs> dead. <laughs> dead. <laughs> Come into your kingdom. <laughs> Remember me when you come into kingdom. We're missing. We're missing some sort of word in there somewhere. Luigi, remember me when you come into your kingdom. I imagine Luigi's kingdom is just like pasta sauce. And meatballs. Pizza, pasta. But, like, the off-brand ones that are just, like, you know. Mario eats the brand name. Luigi eats, like, the Tesco brand. <laughs> anyway, we were going to start this episode uh, with something a little bit more meaningful that we were going to do an update. But it turns out that I must have yelled at the PCs early enough so that they got... They're shit in line beforehand. <laughs> I think it was, like, a year Big ago surprise to the there. day. Uh, so yeah, I guess we're just gonna drop in and do it, eh, boy Oh, uh, yeah! Where uh, we dropping, boys? Where we dropping? Well, where we're dropping. Uh, last time when we left off, I believe you were all beaten to tar and being wagoned off to the settlement of Brindleburg, if I'm correct, um, by a McDurf. <laughs> His voice was formerly pretty offensive, but now he's just like every other one of Tony's <laughs> now NPCs. He's like every other NPC. <laughs> as, as you're brought into this town, you are kind of set up through McDurf, um, him being kind of a permanent resident here, I guess you would say. Seems like he's just been almost infiltrating the other uh, civilization that I completely forgot his <laughs> name uh, Shatterridge. You're you're actually brought in front of the uh, lead. Uh, I guess you would call him like elder. This is kind of a loose uh, civilization, mainly like the maybe the species that wouldn't fit in with a dwarven clan or like a human village. They're kind of mostly Aracorkra, and I think you'll find out why <laughs> they've been exiled shortly. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, you're brought into the main. Uh, like elders offer us, and he basically sets you up with a deal where he says, uh, "Tony, what's an Aarakocra?" 
Uh, it's a bird man. <laughs> As you know, all residents of Brindleburg must be employed, given your past, we believe you would be fit for the militia. <laughs> what say you? And he kind of pokes around with his dumb bird eyes looking you up. <laughs> How much for a, a sword that talks? <laughs> we already have one of those. Am I a merchant? I'm the elder here. You aren't employed. Right? What? <laughs> I, I don't know. Are you a merchant? <laughs> Says Barry. I mean, no I used to. <laughs> <laughs> I wear many hats. Merchants isn't one of them. <laughs> hey, that's a nice pair of shoes you got there. How much are you selling it for? <laughs> These are my feet. <laughs> oh God! I will buy one of your feathers for fourteen dollars. <laughs> fourteen gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the the employment though. <laughs> I mean, I'll take the 14 gold coins. That's a good deal, but still. Now you are a merchant. (laughs) How much for a talking sword? (laughs) I take out Black Razor. We already have one of those. I'm saying we're going to sell him, obviously. (laughs) I mean, look at him. He's so fucking annoying. He's a very, like, frail old bird man. (laughs) Clearly confused. He's not really sure if what you're saying is just his own uh, loss of grip on society from old age or if it's you're just insane. <laughs> Guys, in the words of the god, Bobby, boys, I think we found ourselves a sucker. <laughs> god, Bobby! <laughs> and suddenly, I, I mean, Bobby rises to the pantheon of Red Hawk. <laughs> it's, uh... This guy is clearly kind of like the, uh, I would say, spiritual leader of this area. There are, like, other people kind of around. So don't kill him. (laughs) Would you say any of these people around are people, or are they all birds? Uh, most of them are birds. There's, a, like, few dwarves, uh, few orcs, you know, cobbles, like, weird, not typical, kind of uh, brush to the sides of society type of species. But there's there's zero humans. Not even one weird-looking one? Uh, there's, there's probably, like, a few really weirdies in there, yeah. There's probably a few. There's, like, a hunchback, like, a guy with, like, Four legs for some reason. Okay, well, real quick, Tony. I hate two to... of them are coming out of his chest. Oh God! Oh boy, four legs. I love dark meat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony, before we really get rolling here, maybe we ought to introduce who we're playing as, just for yeah, a fresher recap of uh, <laughs> tales of getting murdered. <laughs> tales of getting murdered. I'll. St- I-, I suggested it, so I guess I'll start. Uh, I am playing as the High Elf Paladin John Johnson, um, now formally worshipping a god of regret named Noshu, he met Wave the Talking Trident in White Plume Mountain, uh, who told him that now he worships Poseidon, so he's kind of been doing that. 
like, on and off. He is a paladin of the Oath of Conquest, level 9. Uh, we are now level 9. We used to be 7, so that's exciting. I'm sure it'll lead to much more bullshit that I'll have to deal with. <laughs> Burn facts! I have a suggestion for you, Tony. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I just have a spell called Suggestion. Just wanted everybody to know. <laughs> Fuck you. So it begins. So it begins. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. Uh, so, yeah, Chris, tell us about your guy. <laughs> uh, this, is Dragon, <laughs> this is Dragon Brain. Uh, I don't really think he's much the same as he was when I started this campaign. Uh, <laughs> uh, really? No, not at all. <laughs> uh, Dragon Brain is a dragon man who uh, gained wolf po- or werewolf powers through the course of the last campaign. Uh, he also is immune to every I... attack, unless it's magic. Uh, Tony made sure... He's not immune. He's not resistant. immune. <laughs> Tony made sure to clarify it is, in fact, immune. <laughs> <laughs> and... Speaking of which, we'll probably have to do some retooling of that, but continue. <laughs> so he's usually walking around like half-wolf, which in my mind is just like a dragon person with wolf hands and like wolf ears and probably wolf feet. <laughs> Not what you would imagine a werewolf is. Dick, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you can't see that part right now. <laughs> oh god! But he's also a wizard, and uh, at the I think at one point his origin story was he was uh, like uh, he was leaving his family because he wasn't evil. But I'm pretty sure he's evil now. Actually, canonically, he has to be. He's a werewolf. Chaotically. <laughs> Chaotically. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, let's talk about retooling that uh, resistance to all. Uh, also, he damage. became half vampire as well. In the last <laughs> no, he no. got briefly touched by a vampire. <laughs> he got briefly touched. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Chris, this is my idea for retooling it so that you're not I just don't, completely. I don't see what's broken. broken. <laughs> Chris is well, a bullshit wizard. Because I don't want to keep uh, bullshitting silver weapons on every person because not everybody would carry silver weapons. Exactly. Um, but here's my idea. Okay. Now let me lay it on you. You could be in, like, dragon hands mode, or wolf hands mode. Okay. And you could cast spells and do wizard shit. Right. Or you can, like, activate the werewolf, and uh, then you get the damage resistance. Okay. But you can't cast Now, to be spells. clear, I can keep my wolf hands. That way hands. you have, like, you can keep your wolf hands. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Even when you're casting spells, you can keep the wolf, wolf hands mode. Have like a, a high power werewolf mode and a low. Power so, so to be werewolf. clear, I can I can use like claws and bite when I'm in like not full werewolf mode. I just can't. Yes, yes. It's just you turn on the damage resistances, and then you can go like melee if you felt like it. Gotcha. All right, that's fair. That seems that fair because then you're kind of you can switch between the two, and I don't have to worry about. Hitting you unless you're intentionally tanking. Ah, gotcha. All right, that's fair. Uh, Bobby, you were playing yeah. something. Now Wanda <laughs> you were playing. <laughs> what now? now? I can keep Wand of Wonder. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> that's encouraged. <laughs> that's encouraged. <laughs> it never failed me before. Hi, I'm Bobby. You may know me from the podcast. Today I'll be playing Barry the Bard Smith. As you might be able to guess from his title, he is a bard. And a cannibal. 
as you might be able to guess from his title, he is a cannibal. (laughs) (laughs) He went through the college of satire, but he doesn't realize that the satire was himself all along. (laughs) Failed to hide irony, he doesn't even understand himself. His college education has done him nothing. Jesus, that's a pretty pretty depressing intro for old Barry. He also smacked the shit out of a genie last time, let us just not forget. No, he grew to ten feet tall and beat up a giant genie. He has been known as a 50-foot tall George Costanza. <laughs> or is formerly known as 50-foot tall George Costanza. Uh, he is also... Uh, very talented at being a bard. He has cook tools and a hand crossbow, and he loves nothing. <laughs> I feel like there are certain musical instruments he's typically fond of. Or, uh, yeah, like some or sort perhaps of... perhaps torn up about... <laughs> There may or may not be certain musical instruments (laughs) that he was once in love with, but right now all that carries on is longing and lust. Okay. Uh, Excellent. Okay. Darkberry. Let's see. (laughs) I'm going to also take this time to refresh the audience's mind on some of the rules in place that we did so that this was like a higher lethality, semi-old-school feeling campaign. More of a chance we'll get murdered. More of a chance we'll get murdered. So first we kind of overhauled the rest system using some of the recommendations in the Dungeon Master's Guide. Uh, You can only long rest... No, that's a new one that I was going to implement, so I won't say that until last. Uh, So long rest is 24 hours. A short rest is 8 uh, you'll roll for lingering energy, uh, injuries on 0 HP if you get crit on, and if you fail a death saving throw by 5 or more. Uh, on a long rest, you don't just max out your HP, but you can spend and regain hit dice normally. And then the new one I was proposing to add was that you can only long rest once per week, but I don't think that's going to be enough of an issue, so we'll probably not even run into it. How do you regain? How do you regain hit dice again? You take a long rest. A long rest will give you, I think, half your level back in hit dice. Chris is tactically asking Tony how far he can take that rule. (laughs) Yeah, essentially. (laughs) So yeah, are you guys uh, signing on with the militia? Uh, I I want to talk to the 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 guy who talks normally now. The bird? No, not him. The other one. What? What guy? McDurf. Yeah, he doesn't hey, talk normal. He did. Well, I'm, what are you saying, sir? Can you go back to talking the first way when we met you? And then I have a question for you. The, the first? What do you mean the first? You way? know when you were talking all dumb. I prefer. When I, I was more comfortable just making with you talking that way. I, I certainly don't. This is my hometown, and I will do as I please. Uh, fine. On to my question. Uh, <laughs> is it? Is it worth it for us to join the militia, or is it worth it to ignore this and get Uncle Bend, so to speak, and the town burns down and we have to fix after that? <laughs> I mean, uh... The, mid- <laughs> the, the militia will set you up ben. with the... 
<laughs> so you say we're getting but, murdered because of someone else's happenstance? Is that what you're implying? No, what I'm implying is if we ignore the militia, they're obviously going to lose without us, burn down the town, and we'll feel bad and have to go, like, avenge somebody. Uh, if we join the militia, now we just get roped into it from the get-go. I mean, there's plenty of work, but, uh... We could make our own team called the Savers. <laughs> you, uh... Typically, the way it goes is the the higher risk, the higher reward amongst our people. We kind of have an agreement amongst ourselves where if you're doing dangerous work, you'll get a better setup. That makes- you see, you, you kind of get, like, free housing here. That actually seems very now, if you were like of you guys. That's kind of weird. If you were, like, that you know, a poo like farmer, <laughs> you would end up in one of these here shit shacks, and he points, and there's, like, two bird people hitting each other with a stick by a, a hut. <laughs> Or you could be set up in, you know, like, a nicer house and you have points and there's, like, an actual... House? Main, yeah, like, main drag with guilds and shit where you can buy stuff and, like, actual, you know, <laughs> structures, not just thatch. And, and to be clear, the militia gets that stuff. Because, as you know, well, maybe not you know, because you didn't risk yourself at fucking all, but we risk no. ourselves a ton. So assuming that's going to happen again, we'll be rich men in the militia, right? I mean, they pay pretty well even for little jobs like, you know, killing the wolves on the edge of town hey, or whatever. Hey, 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 easy with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't need any boarskin quests. No, I, I, I mean, I, I guess they also kill dragons on the edge of town every once in a while, but you know. <laughs> Both are my people. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, I vote we do it for the cashola, and we're probably gonna get roped into whatever it is anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a better reason I couldn't ask for. Uh, so so they kind of, uh, over the next course of the next few weeks, you are trained in, and it's super informal. They basically just set you up with, like, a, you know, little emblem so that you can be recognized and, like, you have access to, like, mundane gear at, like, the kind of shitty armory that they have. Um, you're introduced to your house. Uh, Just so I establish this first, can I get 50 feet of rope? Yeah, I, absolutely. Okay, thank you. <laughs> they, uh, they, they show you to your new house. It's kind of like a, one of the larger buildings in town, and it's built for the four, four of you or whatever. Um... <laughs> Grassleaf kind of is not here right now. He doesn't <laughs> like the establishment. Yes, Grassleaf uh, turned down the request for employment, saying that it, quote, tied him down too much. Winston, <laughs> you know, he's just a mute. Grassleaf has problems with socialism. <laughs> what do you think, Winston? Yeah, my name's Winston. <laughs> oh, Winston, your voice, it's fixed. Back to Don't worry. I hate Everything is green. Be the big off. Your house is uh, set up kind of on the outskirts of town, kind of where like the larger, nicer houses are. Uh, it's backed up like against a cliff face, like uh, not so where you would stumble off a cliff, but you would run into a wall. That type of deal. A dragon cliff uh, face. It kind of gives you a backyard with some like archery targets and other stuff that would be useful for militia training. Um, is there anything that you guys wanted to do particularly for downtime? I've got the downtime rules. I shoot a, I shoot a wolf bolt at the target. 
I would like to try to eat. He does that nice. for like six tank. weeks. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> just stands there stupidly throwing cantrips at a target, not eating, sleeping, I'm, or doing anything like, else. Still got it. <laughs> yeah, that's about all I got. We'll say that you're probably just living a fairly mundane life, doing just small militia jobs for cashroni. I would say almost like two months. Is there anything that you'd like to do during that time? I would like to murder that four-legged man (laughs) and eat him over the course of of two months. (laughs) (laughs) Over the course of two months? Slowly savor him. Bite by bite. Oh, God! Jesus! Nothing weird about it. Carefully salting the flesh of his loins. (laughs) Oh, oh. God. Oh, so it lasts quite a bit longer. <laughs> Barry's cannibalism oh. really got amped up this time. <laughs> I mean, I won't disallow it. You know what you I mean? just don't know what the and rule is. I'm the biggest man I know. Yeah, kind of salting wines roll. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the uh, less roleplay heavy ones first. Does anybody want to just do like mundane shit? No, I, I mean, I want to. I want to do some downtime stuff. I, I think we've never you, you done this on the podcast. For doing downtime stuff. So, Tony, you want to, sure for Chris's sake, maybe healing. briefly explain downtime. Uh, basically, downtime is you're spending time where you're not actively dungeon crawling to accomplish some task you want to do. You could work a job for money. You could attempt to sell magical items. You could attempt to buy magical items. You can just yeah, see, I'm still on the- gamble I'm- and fuck around. Uh-oh, if we gamble and fuck around, we're going to just spend like four hours doing re- like absolutely ridiculous shit. So, uh, I'm <laughs> just, just fucking like, partying well, and Partying, up. eating people, uh, burning <laughs> people alive, eating more people when they're burned alive. So, I, my vote's still to just bounce right into that dungeon swan dive style. Uh, I want to not do that. If the crew is against me. Well, it's up to Bobby. Well, it looks like we're partying for four hours. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> for two months? <laughs> for two months. <laughs> All right, well, the vote's that way. Let me look up the partying rules. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Bobby, that's actually a thing. It's called um, carousing. carousing. Yeah, it's Wogley. Okay, so you have the option of carousing with Lower class people, middle class people, or upper class. Oh, you're going to the upper class. Wait, <laughs> think about this uh, for they the moment. Cost money to do this, so no, it doesn't. This would be money spent on liquor, uh, haircuts, and clothing, and in stays, whatever you need to do to just party for two months. To the bathroom. <laughs> so low class is very cheap. Upper class is fairly expensive. What's your call? Uh, I still say upper class. We're balling right now. We never spend money on shit. Upper class is 250 uh, GP. Oh, fuck that. I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> for a week. <laughs> for a week? Oh, fuck. <laughs> for a week. Uh, what's- lower class is 10 for a week. Uh, I guess we can try the lower class and see how it goes. 50 GP is middle class. I don't know if I want that tainted flesh. <laughs> I don't know if I want that tainted flesh. Tainted by its insecurity of poorness. Oh god! Oh, guys. Uh, I don't want to drop. Well, I'll I'll drop two fifty, but the party doesn't have that, so we'll do the low class and see how it goes. 
Sean Johnson is wealthy as hell. Okay, so am I. So, <laughs> what's the vote? We want Clark. You want upper class? Or you want low class? Uh, I've got like I think if I can read my handwriting, like two thousand GP. <laughs> what? I have one hundred and twenty. I have eight hundred. How much is a platinum piece worth, Tony? Uh, platinum piece is worth ten gold pieces. All right. Uh, I'll. Uh, I'll. I'll. Alright, boys, and I uh, take out that bag of platinum pieces I got in Tony's stash season one. Uh, and I dump out all 200. Let's make some poor decisions. <laughs> is, that, is that middle class or is that low oh, class? No, that is upper class. We are platinum piece boys. The Platinum Club, I see. Yeah. This, this podcast requires a Legion of Renob Platinum account. <laughs> That's kind of true, though. It is kind of true. Wait, uh, let me calculate this real quick. 200 times 10 is 2,000. For- it's 250 per week. No, well, I've got 200 platinum pieces. Oh, okay. So I'm just doing the math here. So that's 2,000. Yeah, so 2,000. That's almost, uh, that's like eight weeks. 250. That's like two months. That's like 15 minutes. I guess we're good to go, though, no? Yeah, um, so each of us can party let's for... Do, let's just do, like, a week's worth. All right, let's all go carousing. I, uh, I, my face is, like, super fucked up after the, <laughs> after the <laughs> crab monster nearly murdered me. <laughs> so, like, I got the side of my face which is kind of stroked out and stuck in a permanent smile. Um, but to offset that, I'm going to wear this gold crown I found in White Plume Mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, have each of you go ahead and roll me, uh, Charisma Persuasion. Oh, gosh. True. What am I rolling, uh, plus Charisma? Uh, Persuasion check. Oh, shit. Uh, I got disadvantage at those. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Because you fucked up my face, remember? I'm sure. It's going to be bad. (laughs) I got a (laughs) ten. Yeah, guys, we'll rub elbows with the upper stuffs. We're made of that type of cloth, right? <laughs> yeah, hey, Tony, just for the audience sake, can I uh, can I be wearing, like, the, like you know what? Okay, if you were, like, thinking of the medieval guys wearing those, like, big fluffy pants and those, like, conquistador-like suits, <laughs> yes. I want to be wearing that, but completely tattered, like, ripped, like, all my, like, werewolf parts Awful. are sticking through, like, hair is coming out of weird places. <laughs> The, the, the dick is just completely exposed. Right, right. Oh, God. And also, and also I'm, I'm wearing one of those, like, balloon-looking hats those, like, Spanish people wore. <laughs> yes. Okay. And Chris didn't want to do this. Well, uh, yeah, it's smoking a very long, like, tobacco cigar type thing. Like, <laughs> uncomfortable. Like, tobacco like a- cigar thing, wink. <laughs> 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 Hello, my good sir! And I blow a smoke ring at him. Roll me a persuasion check. Uh, what am I persuading? This is like a persuasion check over uh, <laughs> over a week's time. So this kind of is your overall <laughs> well performance. I got, at I this. got ten earlier. Is that you got yeah. a ten, Clark? What did you get? I got a ten. <laughs> oh god! Uh, I got a twenty-six. <laughs> Bard, of course. Um, but the entire time I'm carrying with me a bucket of gravy. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case people party too hard and, I don't know, lose a limb or something. (laughs) 
so the two of you, John Johnson and um, Dragon Brain, <laughs> don't really meet anybody new. I mean, you're like kind of there, but you're kind of playing second fiddle to Barry, who has like actual social skills. <laughs> <laughs> like, does he? Yeah. Barry <laughs> is able to mingle with Carry on gravy. He, he's he's around all these eccentric rich people, so he doesn't seem that weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they're like, oh, he can afford to eat human meat. <laughs> oh God, uh, Barry, you actually meet three new people. We'll say, uh, oh, fuck you, Barry. One of them is probably like the guy who's in charge of the militia. Uh, so you kind of get roped in with him, you get on good footing with the just village elder, and then you get on footing with one of the local bars keeps, who kind of runs the most hopping hoity-toity bar in town. It's like on the roof of a guild overlooking the town, and they, you know, drink their ten gold piece cocktails up there. No one's got money for that shit. <laughs> Ain't nobody got money for that. Just. This is Gygaxia. Uh, o- over the course of these times, really, uh, though you were successful, um, the the village elder kind of gets a little clingy. <laughs> Mary! Mary Lamar, come over here! I have to show you these arcane spheres! Aren't they cool? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say... Yeah, I'm going to the wrong book. Did you say arcane spheres? Yeah, look, they're my life's work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. These arcane Don't spheres... Don't you like them? They look awfully impressive. Uh, what exactly what, do... What, will arc- you visit me day after day to experience their glory with me. Oh, God. <laughs> You're here, right? You liked them. You said you did. <laughs> Come to think of it, I'm going to have to give you a salad, maybe. <laughs> I'll look forward to it. I know where you live. I'll come knocking. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> It's so good to make new friends, huh, Barry? <laughs> the best thing about making... He throws his arm around you, it's all frail and bony. The best thing about <laughs> making new friends is helping them learn about something special I like to call boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> boundaries of the arcane spheres? I could show you those. Come over here and look. What exactly do these arcane spheres do? They let me recall... Things that happened in the near past with near perfect accuracy. <laughs> now, you said we're friends? Yeah. How many of these spheres do you have? Look, they're in the array over here. I could show you the mathematics behind them that make them work. They're kind of like a bunch of spheres in a jumble that are kind of rolling over each other in this weird magical pot thing. <laughs> You I know like what? That a lot, Maybe I will take you up on that offer. It might take a few days to, you know, teach you and educate you on them. I mean, it took me my whole life, but you're pretty young, right? Dear, <laughs> dear Bobby, this is bullshit. He <laughs> went to fairy worship himself. <laughs> <laughs> no. And when, when we say that in my culture, it means 
I love to learn and I'll be here tomorrow. It's so good to have an apprentice and friends, right? Friends don't call each other's friends apprentice. They call each other fellow future masters. Of course, of course, fellow friend master. Fellow friend master. Best friend. Best friend. Oh, God. Oh, sweet sure. I, I'd love to learn about your spheres. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, he's gonna take a look at the spheres. <laughs> Mary, Mary would like to take a look at the spheres. <laughs> Roll me, um, like an arcana check for your spheres. Your spheres over the next few weeks. That's gonna be a 12. Okay. I mean, you're given, like, two weeks, and he's basically repeating the same shit over and over again. And they kind of are limited in that they really can only show something that had happened that day, and it's kind of like not 100% true accuracy. It's kind of like almost like looking through a security camera lens that's like may or may not be focused on what you want. (laughs) God damn it, these orbs love bushes. Um, is there anything else that you guys wanted to accomplish during this downtime, or no? Um, not really. Just <laughs> I, I just stare blankly at the at a wall, waiting to start the campaign. I'd like to, uh, I'd like to convince <laughs> the, the bar owner that he, horrible person. He needs to go into business with me as partial bar owner. Is this crap? Well, actually, what you've learned is that. Um, He's kind of like the underling, and that McDurf actually owns the bar. Okay, I'd like to see if I could get oh, a conversation oh. with McDurf. I would like to go, okay, I changed my mind. I'll take a break from blankly staring at a wall. Uh, I want to go to the, uh, I want to go to the bar, too. The McDurf bar? Yeah. It's called uh, McDurf's uh, Dwarven Pub. If there's one thing I always need to do in a fantasy game we've yet to do is start a bar fight. <laughs> drink. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll me a uh, persuasion check? Uh, I got a two. A two. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, you you go to this bar and McDurf is like hooking you up with drinks, and this is not the classy establishment on the main drag. This is the uh, <laughs> this is kind of like the the shithole bar. Uh, and with that persuasion check, you actually kind of start mouthing off about your magical prowess to rough and tough. Oh types wait, I actually would. Well, I want to set the image a little bit, if you don't mind, Tony. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. You are surrounded by uh, various like <laughs> <laughs> the people who barely fit in this society. That's already like about casts. There's like Birdman missing wings, and like <laughs> the guy with four legs is here. Fucking look at my lips looking at him. <laughs> a centaur. <laughs> and you're just hammered at this point, and Durf is just like laughing his ass off, pushing you cheap swill. Uh, I'm still wearing the outfit I was wearing before, as fancy as I am, wearing that stupid hat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you basically bought this stuff for the nice party, and it, it <laughs> you, you don't want to return it and I'm like, because it was too expensive. And I'm like, these losers are like farmers 
They only take one GP of gold to survive for a year. I can live for 897 years, according to my log. I have so much money. <laughs> I, uh, you, you, feel, uh, you feel a tap on your shoulder. <laughs> uh, let's see, how do I want to play that? Uh, hey oh. man, that's not very nice. I use Mei-chan to tap him on his shoulder. <laughs> As you turn around, you see it's the uh, four-legged man, and he has tapped you on the shoulder with one of his chest legs. Oh, oh. God, you are fucking disgusting. Not a- I don't like the way that you're talking about us, magic boy. Magic? And he, he, he actually, like clocks you across the face with one of his chest legs, and he is surprisingly powerful. Uh, did you have to roll for that? Uh, I actually already rolled on the table, and the uh, the complication that you got was number two <laughs> that says, a bar brawl leaves you with a scar. Oh, I see how this is going now. <laughs> so... He clocks you, and maybe it's because he's just super powerful. Maybe it's because you're, like, just drunk as shit. But, uh, you, like, stumble over some of the stools, and you kind of, like, fall on your ass, and you've got this... Uh, I'll let you decide the nature of your injuries on this one, I think. I want the scar to be shaped like an insect you leg. scar there, dragon I'll bring. take it on the side of the face. A big old insect leg scar. It's real weird. Uh, right, <laughs> leg I scar. That's what he is. So, like, right across my face. Oh, it's like a perfect like human footprint on your face. Okay, I'll take it. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just indented, <laughs> and it's gross. And all the other like weirdos in this bar are like high fiving him. He's like giving people foot fives with his weird foot legs, arm, chest, arm, legs. Yeah, you showed him. Yeah, I think he was being a dick. Yeah, hit him with the chest legs. So I take it I can't, like, cloud kill this entire bar, huh? I mean, you could. I'm not sure they, they would like it very much. No. Nor would Mc, McDurf kind of is looking at you and he's like, kind of shrugs and he's like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh, but as that guy walks away, I need him to fuck with him a little bit. He actually, he uh, walks out of the bar. He's kind of Feels feels accomplished. You can follow. Right, yeah. I won't stop. Right, I'll follow him outside. <laughs> this man's about to get eaten by a fucking werewolf. <laughs> this man is like shirtless. By the way, there are no shirts that fit him, uh, and he's wearing like ragtag cloth pants. He clearly doesn't really uh, fit in. And you see him. How close are you following this guy? Just, like, up close? Are you trying to get his attention? Yeah, I'll try to get his attention in a drunken way. Go right ahead. He's walking away from you, currently. Hold on one moment, my good sir. What do you want, magic boy? (laughs) I'd like to make a suggestion to you. I suggest you get the hell out of here before I clock you again. (laughs) I suggest that you go to... What's the next biggest guy in this bar that I can see? There was, like, a big... Owl man in there with like big buff like sailor arms. <laughs> I uh, I cast suggestion, and because it has to be a reasonable suggestion, I say I suggest you clock that guy in the face because he was talking more shit than me. And like, does he get a yeah? It's a wisdom saving throw. You're well lucky for you. 
This man is not very wise. I think he would be. Yeah, he got a fucking two. Oh, yeah, he fails. He got a fucking two. <laughs> You're right. I'm fucking invincible right now. <laughs> and he fucking runs back into the bar. And you hear, come here, you big motherfucker. And then just chaos. Fucking chairs are flying out the door. McDermott's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I walk back in like, I don't know. He just did that on his own. And he, <laughs> he kind of gets, you see him get like thrown out of the opening. You're like outside. And he's like, his two legs are bent the other way. <laughs> <laughs> and he just kind of limps away. <laughs> As I plan. I'm not invincible. Oh, my aching legs. I got that out of my system now. All right, Clark, you're off. <laughs> God, Chris. <laughs> James is fuck. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and... Um, do what the John Johnson do. Uh, I'm going to use my urchin background, of course, uh, mm-hmm. to to scope out some of the uh, city secrets. Okay. Uh, I'm going to try and uh, collect a group of orphans. Mm-hmm. Um, and then use these orphans as a gang. To spread mm-hmm. the good word of Poseidon through violence. <laughs> this poor city. Uh, uh, you're particularly... You find a uh, pretty easy audience in some of the lower members. I wouldn't say they're lower members of society. They're kind of mid-tier in the civilization. Uh, the... But there, there are orphans. Um, of course. Every city has orphans because every city has <laughs> dead parents. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, god. You're particularly popular with, like, the sea elves and the uh, more aquatic races. There's, like, one Kuatoa guy who wears two Hell eye patches. Hell yeah. Two eye patches? Yeah, two eye patches. <laughs> Does he have eyes under those eye patches? Uh, nobody knows. Well, you probably know from your... Oh, yeah. John Johnson would just pry those eye patches off to see if he could actually see. Yeah, he got, he's got he got two. He doesn't like the sun too much, though, so he wears the two. Okay, so they're more like horse blinders than... Uh, he walks around just completely blind most of the time. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, like never mind. Feel. That's fine. Everything's fine. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> what are you trying to accomplish with these aquatic miscreants? Um, so... So I eventually I have some Poseidon followers, I assume, through time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like probably Kuotoas or Quotoas, um, <laughs> sea elves, uh, fucking there's like one Triton. Oh, uh, those fucking things. There's probably some like Aarakocra that are like seabirds, like there's an Oriole man. Four or five Gungans. <laughs> yeah, probably a Gungan. <laughs> Misa don't like this very much. <laughs> Misa don't like this too much. Yeah, they they say that they're from uh, all over the desert of the Demi-Lich, and there's like a huge civilization of them there. <laughs> the Gungans? And they are completely canon. <laughs> Fuck you, Tony. <laughs> Was that a Wookiee? It's okay. close enough. <laughs> Misa don't think they're very close. <laughs> what, what's your goal here, Clark? Uh, I look at Wave. 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, now I've gotten you some followers. Redner on to Johnson. I almost forgot what my voice was. <laughs> what? 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 What did you want me to do for you? <laughs> Is that the bird man? <laughs> See that? Yeah. Please. Okay, so I've been, I, I've, I've done nothing but been very helpful this whole time, and you, as have, is expected, <laughs> and you have just sort of sat there in my hand watching me do all this. When? It, where's the perks? Where's the benefits? Can, do I get speak dental to fish? Can you not? <laughs> that is like speaking upon heavenly beings. <laughs> Do you not agree that fish are closest to crab on your earth? Uh. You should be grateful. I look at Wave, and I take out- What about the walls of force? What about the water powers? I take out Wave, and I look at him, and I'm stat- And this is like more- So I assume we're probably on like a cliff top, because we got a lot of bird people. That's that's the image I had on my mind here. Is that is that accurate, you or is it more like a dock? You could probably find one, yeah. So I'm I'm standing with Wave on this clifftop, and I sort of reach out, and I'm like, and I in my other hand, uh, from from behind my back, I pull out Black Razor. All right, Wave, you and me need to come to an understanding about this business I relationship. Sure I forbade you from carrying that. Yeah, see, let's talk about our relationship, Wave. You have done nothing helpful. Uh, I did prevent you from getting melted by a geyser. (laughs) I did prevent you from getting stabbed by bandits. I do allow you to speak to the aquatic life around you. Tell me, what is Poseidon going to do for me? I will continue to give you these powers. Perhaps one day you could ascend and join the higher ranks of my pantheon. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm weighing the pros and cons, Wave. I really am. What is it that you wish? I just want some more benefits from this one-way relationship. Uh, one-way relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Typical land-breathing bovine. Ah, uh, yes. What kind of benefits? Uh, Besides not being struck by lightning on a daily basis. <laughs> daily basis. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know. Think of something, and I'm going to roll to intimidate my weapon. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Damn it, it's talking and punching his sword! <laughs> yep, go ahead. I've already rolled an opposing roll. Okay. <laughs> He's punching his own sword! He's crazy! <laughs> yeah, I do want to see him fight his own sword. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! I got the 23. John fucking Johnson <laughs> versus... <laughs> A mighty sword! <laughs> he rolled a 22. <laughs> I get him really close okay, to Black Razor okay, on the top okay. of this cliff. Listen here. You have served me 
favorably. <laughs> you have gathered new followers to the only church worth worshipping, Poseidon. <laughs> the East Eastboro Poseidon Church. Like. Um, I have many, 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 many resources <laughs> I could draw upon. <laughs> Within the ocean. And aquatic life forms. <laughs> Not so much on land. Um, what What would I ask for? See, John Johnson's a, not really a planning guy. Perhaps you would like a better mount. <laughs> Very well, Wave. I will take your first offer because I can't think of anything better. <laughs> okay. My terms are that you are to stow Black Razor in your house and we will never speak of him again. <laughs> well, Black Razor is the sort of equalizer to this relationship wave. If I still have him here, that means I could very well kill you at any moment. I am a magical item, sir. <laughs> I am not of the flesh. <laughs> well, if you are, say, stabbed with a magic sword, one of the most legendary weapons of all time, I, I don't know. Uh, I say, all right, fine. I'll put away Black Razor. There will be consequences if I find out later <laughs> that you have not. Sure. Okay. I will give Barry the Bard Black Razor. <laughs> in front in front of you, um up from the soil kind of starts gurgling water. <laughs> Gross. And it kind of bursts forth into a geyser. Not another one of these. Am I is my mount a geyser? <laughs> Let's see what Clark can get for his buddy. Is there any creature in particular that you were eyeing up for? I want a big old octopus. That's kind of what I was thinking. I, f I feel like that's sort of... Though I really do like my crab, I feel like an octopus might be pretty similar. Giant octopus is an option. It's not that much better than a giant crab. I will say that, though. Hmm. Hmm. Chris, can you think of anything better? Your imagination's pretty active. <laughs> uh, so, I, like, I think I like the idea of a giant octopus being, like, horrifying. Maybe wearing a hat of some kind. <laughs> Chris's active imagination. Let's say that thing we just said, wearing a hat. <laughs> I'm thinking a horse-sized seahorse. <laughs> God. But it like it like has a wave under oh, it. At wait, all actually, times. I have something, uh, Tony. Let's see if this works for you. Uh, mm -hmm. So think of like like a shark, right? But the shark's mm -hmm. got like beefy legs, <laughs> so kind of like Trogdor, but with a shark body. You can ride it. God, I don't think that's a creepy. <laughs> could be the octopus stats. <laughs> God. What about Mother, a what was liquid your version of the human centipede? <laughs> Why? Oh, God. Why are you like this? Human centipede, but made of mermaids. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God.
Uh, no, I was saying a seahorse. I mean, the size of a regular horse with a wave under him, and he moves like a snail. <laughs> but faster. <laughs> what? The, the massive ocean we... We... <laughs> there's so many sea creatures, and we can't think of one better one than crab or octopus. I said seahorse, but that's funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bobby. How about a giant snail that looks at you every time I get upset with you and just says, fuck you, Tony. I'm a snail. <laughs> Tony, how fast do flail snails move? That is a fantastic question, actually. Let's find out. A flail snail would be an excellent choice. Their movement speed is 10 feet, but we can just say that it's like a fast snail. <laughs> uh, at... Alright, I could give you an option. Would you like it to have a 40-foot land speed? Or a 20-foot land speed and a 20-foot crawl speed? Or climb speed? Oh, definitely 20-foot land speed, 20-foot crawl speed. Because it's got <laughs> maces for eyes. land speed and 20 feet climb speed? Is that your choice? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Though I think the spider's still faster. It is also a flail snail. Yeah, the flail snail is much more combat equipped. <laughs> to to give you audience an idea who have not listened to season two, a flail snail uh, wears, uh, is a uh, massive snail who has maces for eyes instead of eyes. <laughs> Thank you, Gary Gygax. <laughs> Alright, so uh, do you actually stow Black Razor back in your abode? Uh, that's a tough one. Bro Poseidon. Yeah, I... You know what? I don't. You probably you probably have got some type of armory, since it's like a mili- uh, militia house. Yeah, uh, but I still don't. I, I, okay. I buy him a fancy carrying case and just don't tell Wave about it and just keep him with me. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, he's a stupid trident. He's <laughs> dumb face. Alrighty. Uh, anything else you guys want to accomplish before we get a move on? That was interesting. <laughs> we had a good time. <laughs> uh, no. Bobby, did you want to do anything else? Uh, I think I'm good. Alright, let's get campaigning. You, uh... Kind of uh, continue your military work until one day you're tasked with being security for basically the Founders Day Festival. Oh, um, God. Oh, you mean, wait, wait, wait. I think you mean the Bunker Day Festival. Sure. Yeah. Sure, it's Bunker Day Festival. <laughs> Another year where we're not going to die, hopefully. <laughs> Chris, what is Bunker Day? Just for people. Uh, I actually. Bunker Day is the day when sometimes meteors fall on Renob, always the same day of year, and everyone has to take cover. That's pretty much it. <laughs> yes. so. they, they celebrate Bunker Day a little bit differently here. Um, <laughs> the vast majority of this settlement is kind of under a giant rock outcropping. <laughs> Clark's, except for Clark's like favorite. The, the swarms of the slums. You say so, some kind of cropping? 
Yeah, like an outcropping. That's that's weird. I don't think anyone in this podcast could understand the concept of an outcropping. You gotta an change outcropping. that. Mark certainly can. Is there a big pink joke on the outcropping? <laughs> <laughs> and being uh, kind of the outcasts of various societies and having to kind of cling together as this kind of ragtag semi-commune system that they've got going on here, they're kind of uh, celebratory of... Uh, bunker day they're kind of like hey this is like one day that because we were forced into like living away from everything we actually turned out being better off <laughs> so they're kind of just celebrating their own uniquenesses and stuff on this day um people get like super fucking hammered on this day so like mcdurf's bar is packed the rooftop bar is packed so you're kind of like dealing mostly with drunks and stuff um, and you're all like next to each other in the main town square and uh, the guy with four legs shows up he's got uh, I hate this guy he's gripping two uh, red solo cups with his feet chest they have feet. red solo cups in this world <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> and he's like chugging and he goes up hey I recognize you. Right back at you. Over to over to the uh, Dragon Brain, and he he takes one of his cups and he throws his drink on you. Oh hell! Yeah, how about that? Ain't gonna do nothing about that. Okay, we're gonna take care of this business right now. Uh, why do you have a copy of Kangaroo Jack just lying around? <laughs> I found it in a box in my closet. Now it's out there. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, I really want to burn my only level 5 spell right now on this one stupid guy. <laughs> you won't do crap. <laughs> but instead, I'll do the smart thing and cast Crown of Madness on him. Alright, what's the save for that? Yeah, a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom? Oh. Amazing how that works. He rolled a three. <laughs> uh, just so you clear. Uh, while the target is charm, a twisted crown of jagged iron appears on his head. Oh, God. <laughs> Madness glows in his eyes. Oh, I mm-hmm. used this one before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> We're yeah. just evil fucks this game. <laughs> Grassleaf, come back. <laughs> now he's charmed, right? So he's like, oh, good to do whatever I'm calling him, right? Uh, I think you uh, might need is, to read a few more parts say? of that spell. <laughs> well, it's a weird one to use in role-playing, but okay. He has to attack the nearest thing to him, I think. A charmed target must use its action before moving on each of his turn to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that you mentally choose. Well, where's the biggest guy in this place? Uh, well, it turns out that uh, that big sailor-armed owl guy is actually also right there. So... <laughs> This time he doesn't say he's invincible, but he's kind of like, <laughs> and he socks the guy right in the jaw, which again is met with him getting <laughs> the, the the bird man it's picks him up years. by his two his two his two uh, chest legs, and he bends them back again the other way and 
drops him on the floor and he just stops moving. Okay. And he's like, oh, 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 God. And then the Birdman actually comes up to you and he's like, "Yo, dude, what was what was that? What was that about?" <laughs> His voice uh, sounds different. You, you, one- you, you just setting pe- sicking people on me nowadays. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do nothing. Look, what are you? What look, are you, man, what can I this? make you a consolation offer? <laughs> I hand him a red solo cup, <laughs> and I'm like, "You can go pour this out if you want to." Uh, you want me to just pour this on that guy? I say you can. <laughs> that that guy that you you sent to go punch me just because I am a big person. <laughs> <laughs> if I told you yes because you're strong, would that make you more or less angry at me? <laughs> Listen, I I'm really tired of being stereotyped as being a fighter for being large. I actually uh, do this because I am a professional hugger. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, sir. A man with a career. I like it. You want to join the militia? Uh, no, I'm not a fighter. I'm a hugger. Again, I uh, prefer not to uh, be classified as such. Noted, my man. Have a great bunker day. And I hand him a, a little, like, meteor that, like, is on, like, a wind-up toy. And when it pops out, a meteor pops out. <laughs> uh, interestingly, he he winds this thing up and he watches it go around and... Uh, when it pops up, you actually hear a huge explosion from across town, and everybody looks over because this isn't really what they're used to on Bunker Day. They're used to hearing loud noises, but this is, like, clearly in town, which is unusual. And you look over, and there's just, like, billows of smoke coming from the richer end of the... Uh, village. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Which is very strange, because that's like the most protected area of town. As we see the meteors smash against the <laughs> the force field around town. Uh, the crowd's kind of, half of them don't care because they're just too intoxicated. The other people are kind of like wandering towards that direction. I'm like, well, that looks like a job for the militia. And I just, like, start walking away. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? I said, that was, <laughs> he, he leaves. That looks like a job for the militia, and I walk away. You actually, uh, as you're walking away, you bump into the chest of, like, the militia, militia leader guy. He's only, like, two foot five and a gnome. <laughs> How'd he bump into his chest? <laughs> I tripped. With his wolf. Did he just... His pecs are so defined, it's the first thing he hit. Dragon fight. Hey, hey, hey. Dragon dragon brain. Yes. Uh, You do understand the, uh, your your terms of employment, correct? And by terms. Go (laughs) over there. We've got a squad. Come on. Uh, Fine, I go over there. Um, as you get closer and closer, the crowd kind of becomes super thick. People are like surrounding this one building. And as you push through, you realize it's the home of the, uh, town elder guy. Oh, no, no. I'm so sad that he's dead. (laughs) It's just, uh, my friend. (laughs) 
First I lose harmonica, and now you! <laughs> damn it! Barry gets to his knees. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! <laughs> you, you see him outside his house um, with a spilt solo cup next to him, and he's just, like, crying. Oh, my sphere! <laughs> I look at him, and I'm like... You're alive? How am I supposed to suffer from tragedy if you're still here? Damn it, I, damn it, damn it! Might as well be dead. They took my spheres, my life's work. They took them. I grab tightly onto his crotchety arm, and I go... He's <laughs> in <Tasty> crotch. <laughs> no, his, his, his rickety arm. His rickety bird arm. I grab onto it, and I go... Listen here. As my only surviving friend. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I will get you your spheres back. Okay. I have two questions uh, to ask you. Yes? First question, who took your spheres? Second of all, how are you so damn skinny? Well, to answer the second, malnutrition. To answer the first, I would be able to know, but they... My sphere, so I can't check. I was out drinking, not watching them. <laughs> I thought you always watched the spheres. <laughs> I, well, I was heading back, but you know, the day only comes once a year, and I thought, you know, maybe I could make some more friends. Can I? Uh, can I do an investigation check on the area? Yeah, sure. Go ahead and roll me a roll. Because I'm trying to help me buddy out. That is an at 20. <laughs> okay. Uh, you notice that the um, kind of s the immediate fire that was raging in this house has kind of subsided um, in the time that it took for you to walk over here. Um, other than that, uh, kind of hard to tell. I think with a, a roll of a nat 20, hmm... Maybe you, you solved the mystery. GG, we peer done. You through some of the uh, rubble and you see a little a glimmer in this burnt-out shell of a building. I'm going to try... Like, like a little little shiny thing. I'm going to bash through the weakest-looking walls, firefighter rescue style, mm -hmm. and try to see what that shine <laughs> oh <my>. is. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like, the door's wide open, but I still bash through the weakest-looking wall. Yeah, you, you bash through the door, and the Birdman's like, Oh, I could have just opened it for you. You're with the militia conducting an investigation, but whatever. I'll save your orbs! <laughs> <laughs> you, you walk over, and it's, like, clear as day. This guy's orbs are, like, just sitting there and on the floor. They're just there. Just, oh, thank God, my arms! And he kind of clamors over there and starts uh, gathering them up in his little weak arms. Oh, thank God, they only... Oh, wait, hang on. No, that's not good. What? No, that's definitely not What's good. What's not good? Uh, you remember that little magic pot thing that they were in? Yes. <laughs> I remember when I told you that, like, a few times, maybe a couple more than a few times? Well, that may have been, uh, may, may have been, uh, kind of a, uh, an ancient artifact that could bring about the end of the world. <laughs> okay. I mean, I was using it for spheres. 
I promise. I wasn't going to use it for anything bad, I swear. Are you a cop yet? Oh, shit, you are the cops. (laughs) (laughs) And he passes out. His spheres go everywhere. Oh, God. Do his spheres work by themselves, or do they need the fluid from the pot? He springs to life again. (laughs) Oh, I never answered that question, did I? Oh, silly me. Did you want another lecture on the orbs? Uh, The shards, please. If you really must know, they might have enough power for one more go, but I can't watch them day in and day out without the the pot, you see. Power them up. Maybe we'll be able to see uh, who did this. I mean, you don't have to ask me twice, but what am I going to do after I use it the one time? I'll be bored. <laughs> Power them up. Let's see who did Dodd did this. Are you sure? What if I want to, like, watch what happened yesterday? Okay, you said you don't have to ask me twice. I just Fine. asked you a second time. Fine. <laughs> he kind of juggles them in his hand a little bit, and they kind of start whirring, and they're really staticky and shitty now that they aren't being continually powered. <laughs> um, and you you see... Oh boy, this looks like Cinemax without the subscription. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's kind of like one of the typical shitty feeds where it's not focused at all. It's like half focused on his floorboards and like half focused on the floor. You see a pair of boots walk across. Is it my boots? And you see him walk back. And it looks like there's just like a somebody's looking through the house trying to find something or something. Then you see um, a, a candlestick get knocked over and a powder keg roll through the frame. And then everything goes to static. Oh no, it's Benson Boom Boom Boulder Breaker. <laughs> well, that was not very helpful. Oh, God. Uh, and they kind of were down, and they kind of... Oh, great. Now I'm going to be bored. <laughs> Get I, I, no, I can't live out yesterday. I have to live out today. How boring <laughs> is that? <laughs> something, something living in the past, but I, I have nothing clever for this. Let's go find this guy's stupid cauldron <laughs> so the end of the world doesn't be brought about or something. You guys go on ahead. I'm going to need ten minutes with this guy. Wait, 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 wait. B- before we move on, do these cause the end of the world? I want to be 100% clear on that. I mean, I didn't look into it too deeply. I just knew that it was a source of infinite power, you see. And the spheres, I use them quite often. So, you know, they require a lot of power. And I'm not going to pay no magician's guild to provide that power. I'm going to make it myself. Is that guard captain still around? Yeah, he's uh, kind of casing the joint with you. I'm like, you hear that? World-ending danger. This is going to be a lots of doche for us. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like... That is certainly not what that guy's voice was. <laughs> I, uh, I definitely feel like uh, <laughs> there might be uh, a change in uh, leadership after this one, but I I think the immediate danger is the fucking artifact. Uh, I elect Polo was- Di Snellio. Uh, clearly uh, illegally imported uh, and clearly not something you want within even ten foot of a civilization. 
good a good point, sir. And I uh, I walk up and arrest the uh, the old ass man. <laughs> Do you have orbs in prison? Please. Oh, you got it. It's inhumane not to. Oh, have you'll orbs. find some different balls in prison. Trust me. <laughs> oh, oh thank goodness. Oh, good lord. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Is there anything that we might from that picture? Yeah, you want to roll me like a perception? 17. Uh, it was shitty, uh, grainy, um, <laughs> but you did recognize some boots. Uh, the interesting thing about these boots is, well, I wouldn't say it's interesting, but the only defining characteristic of whoever did this uh, is that those were dwarven boots. I see. Well, that rules... Benson, boom, boom, boulder break. <laughs> that rules out... Uh, that rules out... Um, Bluto Sans Pite. I think he was an elf. And also the only person <laughs> we met on the last adventure. And also murdered, so... He's <laughs> also very dead. Yeah. Bluto uh, Sans Pite. It's like the red herring of John Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was Bluto Sans Pete. I was right here the whole time. All right. Well, uh, I guess I'm going to try and follow footprints or something. You want to do an investigation check? Yeah, I'll investigate the utter goddamn shit out of this. Let me just roll this natural one here. Because let me tell you, I have a solid minus two to investigation. <laughs> Wonderful. I rolled a zero. <laughs> yeah, you, you're like so bad at tracking that you are starting to question whether or not this was just a fucking asteroid. <laughs> Even though it's clearly like under an overhang. Guys, and you clearly saw a powder keg. No, you know what? You think it was Bluto Sans Pite. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's Bluto Sans Pite. <laughs> Bluto says, Pete is back again. He's here to <laughs> trap us in nets down in a dungeon. I hate that guy. I have a plus nine investigation. Can I try, Tony? <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. It's Pluto. We know it's Pluto. <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't the crab monster? Oh my god. That wasn't even that much better. I got a 13. <laughs> it wasn't you, you snail bolt. Man, let's go. It's nice. What about the treacherous canoe? <laughs> <laughs> the canoe. Was it with, with a thirteen and and your military militia training, you most of the rubble looks like it's blown outward, but then you kind of keenly key in on some rubble that was kind of pushed inward, as if it was like a forced entry thing near the back of the building. So, so this and this kind of lines up with what you saw in the video from like the entrance point. So this must have been where they broke in. Okay, can I look closer on the break-in point? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna roll again? Yep. Alright. Another fucking three. Oh, God. <laughs> Fourteen. Okay, just as good. Um, now that you're kind of looking outside of the building, it becomes a little bit easier. Um... Whereas in the middle of the town, there was just like foot tracks going everywhere. This is like this guy's backyard and he clearly like doesn't use it. It's like overgrown and crappy, probably because he watches the spheres all day. Um, 
but it looks like somebody has like walked through here and has bent some branches and it kind of leads you to a cliff face similar to what's behind your house um, where you find some pythons have been driven into the rock. Okay. I So can I climb up to whatever I gotta climb up to? Are they hanging... Are the pythons hanging from the uh, overhang? Or... or oh, the, wait, what was it? The, uh, the hangover? No, I, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> no, about. No, this is... Um, just like a cliff face that leads out of town. The overhang kind of comes in from a different angle. Okay. Pythons. Pythons. Yep, alright. Can, can, can I just climb it? I don't, do I have to really roll athletics? For no, that? no, you, you just take enough time to get up there. Um, and the, okay. the By the, the way, I, I'm the doing chief, this while uh, John Johnson is still just yelling about uh, Bluto sans pite, so I'm like completely alone. <laughs> it's Bluto, guys. <laughs> maybe maybe with the chief or something. The the chief, um, like militia guy, comes up to you and he's like, oh, oh, "Okay, so you're uh, you're just gonna go ahead and continue this investigation. We'll clean up here." <laughs> yeah, you're more of the cleaning up kind of guys. Ah, uh, great. Oh, great. They're already fighting down there. Whatever. And, Go ahead. And the, and the paying us money after we're done kind of guy. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. You'll get a bonus and fuck. Then we'll have to figure out the fucking replacing this guy. Whatever. Just uh, let me know when you're back. Uh, I have an idea. All right. We're, we're doing this now. And I turn to <laughs> I turn to the crowd. I wade through it. And then I find the owl hucking guy. You're the new leader. <laughs> who me? Yeah, you. Don't you who me, stupid owl? Yes, you. You, you, you are now in charge. Good luck. And I look at the. I look at the guard captain. We solved your problem. And then I take you, snail bolt up the cliffside. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a professional hugger. He has no. Political trade. Shut up, you, you treacherous piece of shit. You bastard. So you, you climb to the top of this thing. Um, and the tracks from now on are kind of easier uh, to follow. We'll say you probably wait out uh, the vast majority of fucking Cataclysm Day or whatever the fuck it was called. Bunker day. Bunker day. Yeah, you probably wait out the vast majority of that prior to uh, leaving. So, was there anything that you wanted to do before, like leaving, equipment-wise, or mm-hmm. uh, I would like to take a rest to recover my spells. Okay. Uh, in Barry's magic hut, if possible. <laughs> you, you can. We'll just assume that that you're back up the top when we All get right. to the location. Disregard Barry. <laughs> You don't want to, you don't want to get in my tiny hut. <laughs> I'd like to buy some rope. Okay. Uh, some ten foot poles. <laughs> and this is just you kind of getting kitted out at like the militia HQ, essentially. All right. Uh, yeah. Let me think of other things. Other weird shit I want. Uh, I already got most of the stuff from last time. Uh, I will take some grease. Okay. <laughs> just a jug uh, oh, yeah. Lenny Swift hands. I'll I'll yep. I'll uh, Lenny Swift hands too and grab some grease too. I'll take an extra one for Grassley because I know he's gonna want one. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to take with me some salt. 
You Excellent. leave the salt away from my precious snail. <laughs> oh, it's not for your snail, it's for your persons. <laughs> I, I already, weirdly enough, I already have two ten-foot poles for some reason, so that's good. I think it was a buy one, get one free sale problem. Yeah, I think it was. Um, yeah, I think I'm good. Oh, rations. Make sure I have rations. Probably a good idea, especially considering yeah. you may or may not be camping out somewhere. Yeah, I'll get some too. And everything is being carried on sale. Tea bubbles is back. Wonderful. <laughs> I'd like some salt, some flour, and some water. Bobby, you're not going to make a human pie. Well, I'd like. I have goggles of night. I, sure <laughs> I forgot you had some fucking Sam I, Fisher goggles. I just want to, yeah, I want to make sure they either look like, yeah, Tony, this is kind of on you. Mm-hmm. Do you want them to either look like Sam Fisher goggles, like the three dot red mm-hmm. night vision goggles, or or the goggles from Digimon that Ty wears? It's kind of <laughs> on that one. I, I kind of see them as like brass Sam Fisher goggles. Okay, I'm game. <laughs> Maybe they look like a reticulating lens on the side. And they make the, and they make the yes, of sound when you put them on? Okay. <laughs> I thought we were supposed to be silent. (laughs) 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 Um, I would like to sell seven of the eight magic amulets I have. You gonna find a uh, buyer for that on short notice? Uh, yes. That guy who's a merchant. I do it. Uh, <laughs> like one we said was a merchant. Yes. The guy who's being left behind bars. He's in jail now. <laughs> He's fine. It's me, Dragonheart. <laughs> He's probably in there. Hello. <laughs> He's Hello. dead. Did that happen in the future? No, he was a. He was literally an ancestor. Oh, he died like immediately after. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the ghost of Dragonheart. All right, you guys kitted out with what you want. Unless you guys, unless there's a potion in which I can buy that helps me recover spell slots, a la Final Fantasy, a la Spider Man. Uh, unfortunately, uh, there is not. <laughs> you good? I'm good. Okay, so you climb up this hill that leads to the cliff face uh, after waiting out the vast bulk of the. Fireworks, so to speak. Bunker Bay! Uh, and, and the tracks are fairly easy to follow. They aren't super difficult. Um, there are portions where, like, the landscape's just blasted by meteorites. Um, <laughs> yes! Pro- I just probably- love this holiday so much! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, like, you know, serene, like, nature settings, but then there's, like, a crater in the middle of them, and that type of thing. Um, and you travel for, we'd say about, it's about three days. And let me actually pull up the real adventure now. (laughs) The intro and outro music of Tony Stash is The Runner from SoundtrackUniverse.com. Check them out for some high quality beats. (laughs) Did you enjoy that, little Billy? Well, that was episode one of Tony Stash. You don't even hear Winston in this episode. He's in the rest of the season. He missed episode one. (laughs) 
Ho, 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 ho. What's that, little Billy? You want more Tony Stash? Well, <laughs> little Billy, that's on patreon.com slash legion of Renob. What's that? You you don't want to pay? Well, <laughs> little Billy, as they say, the first taste is free, Billy. The first taste is free. <laughs> Happy holidays.